last week about proper ginger ale. Yeah, but he did tell us that it wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, gonna you're like not going. You're not going to develop yeah. a palate for. He's not going to like for actual ginger, ginger being grated into your drink. You know, you're not. He's not going to develop that. Nah, not during a recession. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. <sighs> got orders. Yeah, I feel like I don't have enough. Like this motherfucker got three drinks well, in front of him. <laughs> You got See, droplets, pills, <laughs> See, Major got a lot of accessories, right? <laughs> he got a lot of accessories. Sea <laughs> rule apocalypse has a lot of, has a lot of accessories. He's so 92 right now. But we'll get into that later. That's a, that's a different show. Uh... You got a sack of nuts, dude. Wait. <laughs> he got a, he got a, he got a nut sack. I didn't see the nut sack. <laughs> hey, man, you got to get your nut sack off the, the honey roasted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done with it. Okay. No nut eating on the, on the yeah, podcast. Didn't, didn't Miss Janelle Ms. shut Janelle that down? definitely shut down the nut eating. On the podcast, <laughs> all crunchy snacks. mismanagement of the nut sack. It was it was my fault. Um, so, and so there's no nut eating on the podcast anymore. I think I think I think the listeners appreciate it. <laughs> oh God! Why why didn't I boycott? Um, Boy what? Boycott <laughs> <laughs> fantasy football. That's like a full time job. Yeah. Oh gosh, this is awful already. First weekend. Okay. First weekend. Well, have fun with that. This money. Of course, it's money. Why would I play for free? Like, who Mm -hmm. does that? My time costs money, so apparently, this is going to cost me money too. (laughs) Okay. Now that I've said that out loud, this is awful. I got a question though. What's a compact car? Small car. Cause you know the parking space out there say compact car. I could have googled and figured out what it was, but it's like whatever I'm driving. I've put my Jeep <laughs> in that space. I yeah. put my father's conversion van in a compact space. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Whatever the fuck I'm driving is a compact. <laughs> C major by that logic, nothing C major's driving is a compact car because he has everything in his car. Well, you drove with the, uh, you drove with, the, with the ladder on the back. With the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> you drove a straight Raper van. <laughs> In 03, it was a pimp-ass van. Yeah, by by 2013, it was a rape van. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By 2013, it definitely looked like the suspect. <laughs> <laughs> the suspect vehicle. It was the unsub van? It was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely it was the, the unsub van. <laughs> yeah. Especially, you know, when Pops got ill and wasn't taking care of it, so the mm. fender was swinging in the wind. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and then C Major did some things to it. Oh, oh boy. Did it have curtains on the inside? Yes. Yeah, blinds. Oh. oh. <laughs> nice, nice tent. In this rapery. And club lights on club the inside. Club lights on the inside. It was space. It was good for family trips when, when it was when we did that. It made the ride to Denver Ooh. comfy. I'll never do that again. 
Ever, ever. Ever, ever. As an adult. You as a, know. As a 40-year-old adult, I would never drive. I need ever. you to understand how much that solidified that I was your friend. <laughs> like, because it was, it was so easy to just catch a flight. I think we thanked you quite a bit. Yeah, nah. Everybody was very appreciative. Pops bought you a couple of fast food meals. Yo, your pops pops looked out. Yeah, he got you a couple of two pieces while we was out there. You know, money was tight, which was why we was driving in the first place. (laughs) I think he looked out on you, looked out for you with the potato wedges. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, because it's and I, but I was young and full of vigor. You was like, "Yo, we driving out." Then I was like, "Yeah, we nah. had a good crew with us." Though. <laughs> we did, man. We had teenagers. The comedy was the comedy was yeah, nonstop. That was yeah. Live, like yeah. I feel like that was more the trip than anything. Yeah, else. that was nonstop. Love that shit. The convos and the and the overnight stay spots was yeah. <laughs> the motel convos was lit. <laughs> it was bananas, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, thank you again. Growth. That was what? Growth. Ten years ago. <laughs> thank you again. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, well, that was more than 10 years. Yeah, more than tw- like 12, 13. Yeah, 12. Yeah. There goes the champagne of beers. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, we live, oh, we, baby. Oh, we, we ready now, then. We live, baby. Monster. Oh, God. Just the can just looked impoverished. Never mind. <laughs> Light on these glass flows. My tippy, I'm told her, you know what I'm thinking. I think I think I made you too special. You tell me, you should me, you should be. And I try to think about you, babe. Walking past my feet, why you never need me? If I saw it, it bled it, I bled out, you ran out, I said. Lately, I've been thinking about your glow again. Lately, I've been, lately, I've been thinking about a go again. Don't you know my diamond soul? Don't you know my diamond soul? Lately, I've been drinking, still dehydrated. Little chocolate water, Henny got me calling. Hello, operator. Tell him, shout it. Grab the phone. Fuck around it. Been too long. If I had another chance, I'd throw you off my back. If I knew you had a plan, I never say a tag. Pity, 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 pet long paragraphs make me tense when you get like that. Fall back, took a trip, rode a luggage, burning pack. That feeling like I need a new. Walking late on these glass flows. My tip, I'm told her, you know what I'm thinking. I think I think I made you too special. You tell me, you should me, you should be, and I try to think about you, babe. That was uh, Smino featuring Raven Lene with Glass Flow. Are they local? Um, no. St. Louis. I like that. Yeah, that, you that was me. You send me the link to that. The legal and illegal link. Most certainly. What's the difference? Mm, one is uh, free. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the better link. Yeah, that's the better link. <laughs> That, no matter what quality. That makes your ginger ale taste better. <laughs> by your logic, right? The less you pay. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Fills. I'm your host, T. Greasy, with my co-host. Janelle. Our producer extraordinaire. C Major. And CO. I like that. I like him going last. Yeah. It's just a, it like the voice it's, is authoritative. Yeah, and it, it gives closure yeah. to the intro. C Major's not really like, you know. <laughs> what? Wait, wait. wait a 
open it with your face. <laughs> Can't really close it. Yeah, something was missing. <laughs> like a comma. <laughs> I got uh, the fucking ellipses after my. Yeah, my just like C major. <laughs> so, C major. Oh, Wait, you man. based it up? I mean, don't try fixing that. <laughs> Wait a minute. CO is here now. <laughs> it's, over. it's over. Oh man, so you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to book. What's going on with you? Uh, hey, uh, loosen up your head, people. <laughs> Doing a lot. <gasps> we all get started with the uh, the hurricane. Hurricane Irma is currently uh, all over Florida. Yes, it's still as big as Florida. Is that what I was hearing, or is, has it reduced? I don't feel like her waistline size. has gotten smaller. She was. I know the categories have been jumping. From yeah, four she's to been five going and four and five. Uh, but to sustain even level three. On land mass, it's crazy. Yeah. So she's on another level, man. Uh, yeah, we just received yeah. word today that our aunt who lives in Opalaka is holding it down. Mm. Mm. Uh, she's the only one. They have the house full, maybe like six people in the house. Okay. She's the only one with service, uh, with wireless service. Power's out. And they're just bunkering down, man. Okay. Mm. Uh, we're... I'm just glad that you're still hearing from them. As long as yeah. you're hearing from them, that mm-hmm. means they're good, you know. Yeah, we lit, like right before the show started, we we got the group text like she's okay. Okay. Several people have tried to uh, get her out of there, mm-hmm. you know, but she wants to stay, so she's staying. Um, with that, <clears throat> with these natural disasters happening, you start to see a lot of pictures start to pop up on social media. Of like gators on front lawns and mm-hmm. a shark on the highway, mm-hmm. anacondas like in the right in the porch, and mm-hmm. the, and some people just love pressing like the share button, <laughs> 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 love forwarding that shit, you know, retweeting, yeah, and not knowing a lot of this shit is people make money off of this, like this is Photoshop. A lot of these things are not real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot and of these things are old pictures from someplace totally picture. different. Like the prehistoric era. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them do look like it. Yeah, but, that, that one shark picture, that looked like a prehistoric shark. Yeah, that shark <laughs> looked crazy. So CNN posted five reasons why people share fake photos during disasters. Uh, number one, people have been trained to believe. So... And I I found that interesting because we have used the internet for, what, 20 years now? Mm -hmm. Why why is it... I I can only assume that they're talking about people new to the internet. Or people where they've only known an era where it has existed. This has always been here for them. So it's always a point of reference, a point of research when they're trying to find out what's happening. Yeah. And so automatically, if somebody posts something, post a shark on the highway. Yes. In Houston. Yes. <laughs> because the shark, <laughs> the Sharknado came uh-huh. and dropped it off in your yard. Yeah. You're going to believe it. Even that. though the license tags <laughs> aren't even American. <laughs> it's just. Right. Okay. Well, all right. The second reason, let's see, it fulfills a confirmation bias. 
So we already have some type of feeling about what a hurricane is being, you know, on the outskirts, not mm-hmm. really being affected by these disasters or tornadoes or whatever the disaster is. Mm-hmm. So we kind of see this group of people as, you know, why are they even there? Um, why they keep moving back if it keeps happening? So when we see pictures of the shark in, in the highway or a gator on the front step, we're like, oh, that's just par for the course mm-hmm. for them. But it's not really actual fact. Right. Um, I found that to be the most uh, intriguing reason out of all. Because we're looking for something. We want it to be extra sensational. Like, it's not enough that that there's been all of this destruction and people displaced from their homes. We want to see some extra. We want some off. Right. Because we want to say, oh, y'all think it's fucked up. I saw a picture that shows you just how fucked up it was. And you know, leads, and you want to give that. That leads to number three, which is we want to be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So we being in the DMV area, we don't really see too many of these hurricanes hit land here. So a lot of DMV, I saw a lot of people in, in the suburbs of PG County telling me about <laughs> what was going on in Houston. Right. And I don't, I always look at the source. <laughs> like you're, you're not on the ground. You're in Oxford <laughs> Hill. You're not, <laughs> you can't tell me about Houston. So I need to talk to somebody who's in Houston or go see Houston news. Before I believe that there's a snake that your friend showed you a snake crawling in her toilet or whatever. Right. Um, reason four. Some just do it on purpose. Yeah. It's yeah. The, 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 you know, Let's the see the how troll. far this bullshit can go. Just a bunch of trolls. The troll. That's self that's you know, pretty People still want attention. Tragedy yeah. or not. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes the truth really is that bizarre. So you take advantage, take advantage of a real picture mm-hmm. that was crazy, mm-hmm. and you just feed off of that. Yep. Like a picture of you saw the picture of the guys playing golf in the and the woods behind them was just engulfed in flames. Fl- <laughs> <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's crazy to be. I, I don't know how. How I could just be putting away with the fire behind me, but I mean, if they might have had a bat going on, man, and you just can't, yeah, <laughs> you just can't yeah, walk yeah. off on that. Fuck that, we on the sixteenth hole, bitch. <laughs> Take a long this. time to get here. <laughs> and, and according to CNN, these this picture is actually real. This photo, the photo certainly looks fake, but it wasn't. Perhaps one reason. People aren't more discerning when they come across something that's fantastical. So I'm going to click on the page here so y'all can see it, too. Oh, yeah. 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 They're saying that's a real photo. But I can get that, though, because it's literally been burning for weeks. So then you get to the point where you're like, well, is it burning over at the Uh, country club? uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm about to go outside. I scheduled this course. (laughs) (laughs) My tea time is... It took me a long time to get that one o'clock spot. I had this on my schedule for a while. And fuck that. I paid too much in membership fees. At Seven Oaks? Is it burning? (laughs) (laughs) Is is it burning or burning, burning? (laughs) (laughs) Right. That probably smells awful too. Oh god, yeah, it's got yeah. to. Oh man, Let's but they probably been smelling sulfur all week. They <laughs> fuck that shit. Mm. Everything. Everything. <laughs> They've been smelling hellfire. They nose, <laughs> they nose head sends off anyway. Yeah. That, Jesus. Let's get these 
Let's get these holes in. Did you know? <laughs> I like that. Holes. I like that. Um, did you know that Jamie Foxx was supposedly dating Katie Holmes? Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew a long time ago. And then and that they couldn't say anything because it would embarrass Tom. What kind of shit is that? Like she had to, she had a certain amount of years that she had to stay quiet about whatever she was doing. That was part of the divorce? Yeah. Wow. So she I think Tom is a psycho. <laughs> what do you mean you think? Tom is a fucking psycho, right? Wait, what's the, what's the name of that movie they were? Yeah. Him and Jamie? Yeah. Uh, he was a psycho? <laughs> well, maybe he getting them back for that. <laughs> Just because it was a bad movie? No, nah, because he was fucking with him in that movie. Oh. But I feel like... Well, never mind. I got... No, go ahead. I got different views on fucking I, with somebody that you close with. Um, I, I don't know if they were close. Were they close? They became friends. Oh, he and that. Tom became friends during that movie. Oh, so... Yeah. Uh, is that when the... I mean, I would suppose that, you know, if you become, you, if you're around a person a lot, that's what you come to fuck with. You know what I mean? And then it's like, you know, y'all not together no more. Come Tom on made her keep quiet about it for a certain amount of years. Yeah. He's into that, like, Scientology. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. still, that just sounds creepy as hell. But images, everything. Like, Nicole Kidman said he was on some wild shit when, when they split. Well, we was watching Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Wait a minute. I don't even know where you're going with this. Well, just the fact that he had that obligatory shot of him climbing a cliff. That yeah, that had to nothing to do with anything with the story at all. I was like, "Yo, he really was psycho all these years." But you gotta, know. and then you gotta think like he's gotta have, he's got an that, ego. That, hold on, that pushed it over. That was like absolutely that, that because, lit the light bulb because like it literally had nothing to do with the story. And at that time, like during the time, he's the biggest thing right. out. He's like I don't know who's the hottest actor out right now, but whatever. Right. He's that person. He was the it guy. So every movie he he was on made like crazy amount of money. Right. So he would demand certain things. He wanted to do his own stunts. Mm-hmm. He would just he was extra, and we I, I but like he knew wanted he to be extra. the man. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna hang off a cliff. D- yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to show that I'm the man. Like, hell yeah! I just think that's crazy. That's dumb as fuck. But when you're not, you need a million. The 20, when you're not balanced, twenty million something. Yeah, crazy. when twenty million was the magic number back yeah, then. Yeah, twenty million was the hot number back then. He it's made, not anymore. Oh, no, nah, no. people making more than that's, that. It's chump yeah. change. You make twenty million for for a B movie now. Master P making twenty million. Oh god. <laughs> oh shit. For them joints that you that go for straight repos. to Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Wait, they got repoed again? <laughs> oh man! Oh well. You gotta examine your life if you get repoed twice. <laughs> and you just couldn't make it work the next go round either. <laughs> and that's especially if you get the same shit repoed. <laughs> Because you, you sort of start over when you get a new vehicle. Because you know? <laughs> at that point, I'd have been like, I ain't giving you this shit back. Man. I, just, I, I have moved my vehicle. Did you not? 
Hey, if you get repo twice, it's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, these motherfuckers are good now, though. Like, I had my car parked at someone else's house. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even nowhere near my address. And somehow they found that motherfucker. So I don't know. These not the same niggas from the 90s. They're <laughs> <laughs> driving around with a flashlight. Like, they got some computerized shit where they located Well, yeah, car. if your car is yeah, like... You got the, uh, some dealerships are sending you out of there with the GPS because they're oh, looking yeah, at your credit some, score. And they like, eh, yeah, all right. Yeah, we ain't well, never turn a new motherfucker off. They got the shit on they your They got engine. the kill switch yeah, on your shit. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop your shit on the beltway. <laughs> I went on a snatch man job at the dealership I used to work for. I'm in the city somewhere looking for a fucking 300. Like, <laughs> see, I did it when I was moving my maximum around. It was before all that shit. <laughs> my maximum ain't have all that GPS technology on it. Motherfuckers so I kept, kept calling the house phone. Can I speak to <laughs> to T Greasy? Yeah. No. <laughs> From the jump, they but I was always I hip. I was like, No, she's not here. I never said she don't live here. Exactly. <laughs> you better tell mom, be like, Tell them she ain't here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever was upset with her and like, and like, because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do that to my sister one time. I said, Y'all need to get this bitch, man. <laughs> she out here flossing with y'all money. Yeah, <laughs> go get her. <laughs> nah, because T ain't never do me like that. And T Boom, I would have did it to her, but she was always on top of her shit. So yeah, T Boom got the best credit. Out yeah, of three I never, of I never knew the life of trying to hide my. Uh, hide you my ain't lived till you hide your whip. <laughs> and I was in a whole other city when I was hiding that joint. That was perfect. Yeah, I ain't even want to put in the claim on my last accident until I paid <laughs> my, <laughs> my premium. Yeah, that's why I don't keep shit in my car now, man. <laughs> it can go at any time. I carry all my shit out like. <laughs> Like I'm moving, you know what I mean? Yeah. clean and spot. <laughs> Glove compartment yeah, clean. When they repo one of my cars, they, they wanted to charge me just to get my shit out of the car. Oh, <laughs> hell no. Yeah, I said, y'all can keep the car. Can I just get my shit out of it? And they were talking about $200. So I learned my lesson because I said, I'm going to get repoed again. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I got my shit. So I ain't got to repo my shit from the repo people. <laughs> Well, Mr. Janelle, you are fortunate to not have to move your car around various uh, zip codes and area codes. Yeah, my I definitely picked my visits home based on <laughs> when the man was looking. <laughs> <laughs> he be coming home at random time. I'll be, be like, "You don't want to see me, <laughs> Like, Ma, don't you need to come up to Baltimore for some time? <laughs> Or, or I would ride with Miss Janelle because <laughs> we was going in the same direction at that time. Um, Janelle, put... <laughs> this story is so bananas. Hey man, you dropped it in the text message like it was, a... and then walked away. And walked off. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I Botoxed my balls to make them look nicer. Scrotox, baby. Man, what the hell is this? He took a Dave Chappelle classic joke and 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 made them smooth as eggs. <laughs> the thing is, people are worried about the aesthetic. People are worried about the hang of their balls. They they're worried about the the the, the sack being wrinkly. Now, mind you, thing? I love a wrinkly sack. I love a nice grown man sack. But some dudes. <laughs> she loves a weathered sack. 
like dudes how they come. Wait. No. Can we just can we just scurry past that? Hey. I like I like a natural a natural man. But the person who was in the article, he was like, this sounded ridiculous to him until he liked the way they hung. Once the Botox set in, he liked that the skin thinned out and was smooth. He said that the, the sensation when he was having sex of the slap of the balls, you know, because the balls get in there. Yeah. You know? That just sounds like a lot of work. He said it was like 10 shots. Yeah, ten in, in that area, I'm ten thinking, shots, I don't to, know. ten nut shots. Put me nuts. to sleep, B. I, I don't. And he said it was local. Like they put a numbing cream on the. <laughs> your face. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. The the trauma on your face. You hearing about sack, another B. man. So I'm guessing this ain't the lick. Co, you. Nah, nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Would you Would you try a numbing cream on your nut sack? Why? <laughs> to get ten shots in your sack? No, I'm not. No, no. I need a guarantee that like the 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 sensation of the ejaculation process is going to be a lot better. That'll be the only way. Because it aesthetic- says nothing about it. It's just about it's about the aesthetic. And it's just about the look. Oh, oh and what God. they said also was that um, maintaining the temperature because you know y'all y'all sperm is optimal for. For doing what it does at about 95 degrees. And to have it hanging a little farther from. <laughs> a little farther from your body. I, I even studying this. Keeps it from your core temperature. Mm-hmm. You know y'all we're 98.6 degrees. Right. So if you, if you get a little bit of hang. Get that little bit of distance. Those three degrees. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> three degrees make the sperm so, viable. Yeah, it makes it makes it robust. To, talking to two dudes that don't that don't want their sperm want to be it. viable they at all. They're possible. shooting. They- <laughs> <laughs> I can use a little more hang. <laughs> I don't want them niggas swimming. No, no, no. These dudes niggas thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> Paraplegic. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I picturing sperm cells with the little mouth controller on the wheelchair? Like, mm. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> predicting world destruction. <laughs> What's my man? Look like Denzel in Bone Collector. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Oh, Professor X. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody wants, like, I don't want no Michael Phelps. X sitting there like what the fuck I want them niggas to be like uh, Sperm oh. wheeling towards it slowly <laughs> Yeah take your time you know? yeah. Don't go to, on yeah, it Don't go towards the edge Stay away from that man You have a lot more life to live in Sperm shooting out on a little couch Laying down With their legs crossed Looking like they just fell down the steps On Family Guy <laughs> or, or like when you ran out of air on Sonic. <laughs> Y'all dead uh, sperm fuckers. Yeah, man. I was gonna say you dropped that shit in the text, and I was like, "What?" I'm just saying it's happening. People are going for a smoother scrotum and more hang. I couldn't. I couldn't think of one person that would want that. I can't picture being in the in the heat of battle and saying, damn, 
your sack is real smooth. That's the other thing. Like, are you waiting? If you get that done, are you waiting for a compliment? Yeah. You got to be right? at that point. Somebody got to respect it. Which means I would know or she would know that you had it done. Or is she just supposed to look and be like, oh. Nice sack you got nice there. Nice sack. Have you done something to your sack lately? Looks really good. <laughs> Have you been, uh, been exercising? Been working your sack out? <laughs> working your sack right. out? Like, what do you do? Is that a special foundation there? Oh, gosh. You got a sack up? <laughs> sack up? <laughs> this, uh, I see where this is going. Right. We can't have a le- legit conversation about nah, scrotox. Can I bring up something real quick? Sure. It's something I, I, I shot over in the group text last night, and it, and it fucked me up so much when I heard it. So we... Pretty sure everyone's aware Kim and, Con- and uh, Kanye working on baby number three. Okay. And they're using a surrogate. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, they, I believe they're using a black woman. Okay. Um, I, I was having a conversation with a friend and <laughs> and she was getting fired up over the topic of them using the black woman. And... She was just talking along the lines of, well, he didn't want to have sex with a black woman, have children with a black woman. Why use the black woman for a surrogate? And I'm thinking, well, maybe, you know, they did their research and they they did their interviews and they wanted to pick this black woman because, you know, she fits best. Oh, so just going to use her up. Well, no, she they're not using her. She's, she's getting paid yeah. a handsome amount. And then it got along the lines of where the, wor- the, the word... <laughs> Uh-oh. The cu- the cultural appropriation well, words came out. <laughs> <laughs> the cultural appropriation of the w- black womb became the subject, and I was just say you don't like Kim and Kanye. I was at that very point. Confused. You don't like them because the reality is surrogacy is is business, and they're not using up her womb or whatever. Yeah. You you go through your process. You. Talk to the person who you believe will maintain their health the best throughout the pregnancy, a person that you'll have access to, a person. You know, it's a lot of factors that go into it. That Kim does a, enough appropriation by herself, right. but this right here, they're in family planning. It, it goes deeper than yeah. They 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 weren't sitting up masterminding a plan against right. the black woman like they just say you don't fuck with them that's what, and that's what she was like she was talking about all the appropriation that the family does yeah, all right. i was like well no you're mad at the box braids and, yeah. the, and the hips and the lips Not, right. don't be mad at the surrogate yeah for, for getting their cash there's just, a reason why they chose this person and that probably has everything to do with right. the potential health of the child mm-hmm. and nothing to do with the fact that she happens to be black that's is, is Kim's box not working anymore? Nah, she's probably trying to preserve her body, though. You know what I mean? Well, that's her money maker. She right? had a very difficult pregnancy with right. um yeah, with, with Saint, Saint. Yeah. and the doctor said that it would be it would be dangerous for her or the baby. <clears throat> One of them ain't gonna make it if she were to try to have another child. Yeah. That's never worth it. Like, I'm not gonna trade myself for a baby. Like I've been here longer than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's, 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 that's why his sperm are sitting on the couch reading, <laughs> reading, reading the, the newspaper, New Yorker yeah. <laughs> instead of swimming the victory. Yeah, man. Right, can I tell y'all some real shit though, man? It's random though, but it just was on my mind. Like, uh, I remember one time I uh, I met this chick, you know, 
and she was she was pregnant by the dude she was fucking with before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, she uh, had the nerve to ask me if I could help her get an abortion because she didn't want to tell the dude. Like, she was done with him. And I'm like, I'm not about to pay to kill another man's baby. Right. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Yeah. Like, that nigga got to kill his own baby. That's murder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think at that point. <laughs> you a hitman now. <laughs> <laughs> you a hired gun now. Yeah, I didn't pick that motherfucker right there. <laughs> God damn. I didn't even think about that. It's on now. The air has been on. It's, it's on now. Um. Man, the hired hit madness. <laughs> you should be able to kill your own baby. Like, I'm, I'm just not going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I, I might have to kill my own one day. <laughs> <laughs> Too many deaths. You don't want that on your uh, Yeah, man. On your make me go to hell and this nigga's still good. <laughs> uh, did you care about what Ray Lewis said? About the Ravens. I possibly. stopped listening to Ray Lewis a long time ago. Oh, well, he's still just talking. because you're you're Ravens. I, uh, I I expressed my disappointment with the way the organization handled that, and again, I I put no stock into anything that Ray Lewis says. But he says that it was Nessa's racist tweet. No, they weren't yeah. about to do anything. Okay. All right. Ray Schremer is sued for throwing a bottle. Of water into a crowd at their concert. God damn it. Somebody spraying their eye when the <laughs> drop of water hit it. And it's I, I think something like that depends on, on like how successful the artist is. Because if like, who's a fuck, who fucked up right now? Like, I don't know, Special Ed or somebody <laughs> did <laughs> you know, they just let it ride with Ray Shrimmer. Like, you know, they got a little money, you know. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like it is like you know taking taking advantage of these kids. They throw water at, at every every show. show. So why are you trying to sue them now? Sounds ridiculous to me. Okay, that's bullshit. Um, let's jump to something that isn't bullshit. That's actually pretty serious. This uh, reported victim of XXX Tentacion. Um, she details the grim pattern of abuse in the testimony against him. And I remember <clears throat> the first time I heard about this cat was him claiming that Drake stole his flow pattern. And I forgot which song it was. Mm-hmm. But when I listened to whatever song it was, I was like, oh, I can hear the similarities. But doesn't everybody? I mean, Jay-Z has switched this flow up how many times over the mm-hmm. past Somebody did the research and the the Drake song actually was, they pulled up a song where Drake did the same flow Mm -hmm. and it was a song that came out before Before anybody even knew who Triple X (laughs) T. Wait, now I want to see where you're going with this. That's all. That's That's all all I got got for you. Okay. Oh, so that was the bunk then. Yeah. All right. Anyway, and, and, that and was, everybody does use that flow. So yeah, I, I when I heard, it, I was like, "This sounds like everybody else that I've heard." So it doesn't make any sense to me. But that's kind of how he got his claim to fame was this claim that Drake stole his flow. Okay. Um. At the time, he was in prison, and I didn't do enough. Not that I cared enough, but I didn't <laughs> do any research to find out why and. This is pretty damning stuff here. Uh, and I always, I have to keep in mind that I'm not 
a victim of abuse, at least not physical abuse. So I don't understand why someone would keep going back or keep meeting up for dates or whatever. You're like, when you call me and say, uh, you free tonight? I'm my natural inclination is not. Nah, you hit me yesterday. Like I'm not going to meet up with you, but this shit is crazy. There's a lot of play. I think, uh, XXX man is um is like nineteen, um, and his victim is also in her late teens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the ignorance of youth. You've got mental illness at play. Mm-hmm. You've got the the the. The sociology of the victim is one where a lot of people can't understand. And people say, well, why don't you just leave? Or why do you go back? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. A person in their late teens who's trying to exercise their independence, but they really don't have the means to. My understanding was that she was cohabitating with the young man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, you hear of people who are grown who I can't leave because I can't afford to. He didn't let me get a job or right, right. I got kids to take care of. So I, 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 I get all of that. Um, what's troubling for me is that everybody's answer, everybody's remedy is to throw this young man away. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck him, fuck his music, fuck his career. Now I'm going to say fuck his music because I'm not in his demographic. He, he's not making music for me. But based on the, the things that I read, if it's true, he needs help. And nobody talks about the help aspect. He makes it very clear on his album he needs help. Right. I actually did take a listen because one of my friends said it was very good. Okay. It, it was The way he describes is quite similar to early Kid Cudi. Okay. Really? He's speaking. He's It basically is a cry for help. He details different traumatic events that went on through his life and Mm -hmm. why he feels the way that he feels and everything Mm -hmm. and so he he definitely is one that is seeking for some type of help and like not to knock the young man's appearance or anything because it's not my steez you know Mm -hmm. but the 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 tats on the face and the and the hair and like i look at people sometimes and certain things suggest imbalance and it looks like he looks like a gentleman who doesn't even know what direction he wants to go in. Mm-hmm. Couple that with most people who are abusers have experienced extreme trauma. This is not in a vacuum. He didn't just wake up in the morning choking, biting, and beating right. this young lady. And nobody wants to address everybody like, fuck him, throw him under the jail. No. There's a person underneath all of this. And really, the, the reality is there's a child in here. This dude is 19 with no tools, with no way to cope. So we could th- he knows jail, and, and that's, not, <laughs> that's not helping. Um, I, I hate that everybody's natural inclination, and maybe it's easy to put in your 140 characters of a tweet to say fuck him and all of that, but there is redemption that can be had, but you have to first have the mindset that this is a traumatized dude who has traumatized another person. All parties in this need help. They need support. So it's you, not a throwaway situation. 
when you text earlier about why is everybody mad at him, this was uh, this was prior to me seeing that, that that report. Because I just saw the I saw the aftermath and like it was it was raw. Fuck him. If anybody fucks with him, unfollow me now. If you support him, if I hear you bumping his shit, if I and I'm like, whoa. And so it it was hitting me from every angle. And I'm like, this barrage of anger has to be something major. So when I got to the story, I'm like, oh, this is a dude that's broken. Mm. And nobody seems to be paying attention to that piece. I thought the fuckery was just like the dumb shit he had been doing on Instagram and Snapchat leading up to the album rollout. Okay. I always find it interesting, the timing of shit. Mm -hmm. The album just dropped. Now we get the detailed account of exactly what happened in his... uh, in this case, mm-hmm. from the victim's perspective, mm-hmm. alleged happened, whatever. I always find that interesting, you know, because you get the you get the immediate back backlash from people saying, "Well, don't fuck with him. This is what he did." Now you got all these, like Pitchfork. How long had they had this story? I have questions. Okay. How long had they had this story? How long had they been working with with the young lady? To get this story out here, they were sitting on it. They did they wait for his release date, or did mm-hmm. the release date just happen to coincide with it? That it just seems too, too, too fucking like, I don't know, ironic. I don't know. That's not the word. That's <laughs> the like the timing is yeah, it's sketchy. Yeah. It's sketchy as hell that this story would come out the same week his album drops. Mm. Like that's that's crazy to me, and. I'm I'm with you with you know as far as him being him needing help as well as the young lady and and there there's a fine line and I'm not in, I'm not as therapeutic as you or Gerasmo are mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little more conservative there but there's a certain part that, that that I mean if you experience some type of trauma which we don't know whether he has you tend to repeat that shit mm. and I agree with that. But she needs to be, vind- I mean, something needs to happen. Some type of justice needs to happen for her, too. Oh, for sure. So I'm not sure how I feel about XXX. I don't know. I, I guess, like you said, it's not in my genre. Of, uh, it's nothing I would ever think to go out and research. But like you, the shit just start bubbling out of nowhere. I'm like, mm-hmm. why do I, why does everybody care about this dude? Why do, and then I look at my demographic. Why do 40 year olds care mm-hmm. about this dude? Oh, because of their kids. Well, we're socialized in a country where justice equals punishment. That's mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't equal rehabilitation. It doesn't equal healing. It, do, it only equals, oh, something bad happened here. Something bad better happen here. Yeah. And that's, there's not a lot of productivity that comes with that that style. No, I get that. And granted, restitution can be paid, but that can't be the only narrative because what we're going to have here is a dude who continually does this until he commits a crime where he can no longer contemplate being free or he commits a crime in a place that will execute him. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like to feel like there's absolutely no redemption is a dangerous place to be because I don't ever want anybody to look at me and say there's nothing we could do with Jay. 
you I know what I, I mean? I don't I don't agree that there's no redemption. No, but I'm saying that's the that's the narrative that I that I got that led me to try to figure out what the fuck was going on with this story. Yeah. And it seems like the only answer that anybody has is fuck this nigga, bury his career, bury him under the jail, walk off. It, and that seems odd to me because if she is going to get some type of redemption or restitution, wouldn't you want to push his album sales so she so <laughs> She can get paid. Like, that's some shit I never understood. Like, the same thing with Ray Rice incident right. and all that shit. Like, the, the, the bitch who got thrown on the bed of guns <laughs> by a homie. Like, you, you, these bammers are making money. Right. So, even if, even if you, you, we not digging into the deep core of the, the social, mm-hmm. you know, therapeutic nature of what's going on, the redemption is they still make it less, at least. Keep Let them be employed. able to sue for something, right. bro. Something. <laughs> I think like, bitches uh, is working backwards these days. I think uh, uh, Willie D said it best when he said, uh, <laughs> "Come on, man, it, it's, no, real shit. it's real shit. It's real shit. Let's go. You can get signed from Willie D. Nah, nah. Willie D said America's answer is uh, prosecution and not solution. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just about uh, punishing people, but we're not." We're not interested in figuring out how they became that. Because that mm-hmm. angry pit bull used to be a puppy before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we ain't worried about that. We just want to throw him in, you know, throw him in the jail. Burn him. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And I, 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 have to, I have to admit at some points I do feel that way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just don't want him around me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want that problem. And I understand where that's flawed. Mm-hmm. And I get where that's flawed. But they do that with us, though. When I yeah. say us, I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying, it, what, children of a lesser God or some shit? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Another way to say black folks, man, because the white folks, uh, they, look for, they look for reasons why they do shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? This no. dude, 19. You know what I'm saying? Think about the fucked up shit we probably did at 19. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And imagine if, 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 if we got caught for some of the shit and got thrown away because of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got a lot of growing to do after 19, mm-hmm. but... That's you know. why I said it's a sticky widget for me and, and a lot of people like me who don't want to admit that they're like me. Sitting right here in the middle of a situation like this, I have concerns about my children being involved with somebody like this. So part of me is angry, and I do want to say fuck that dude. But mm-hmm. but what about what about the possibility of your ch- of of your children becoming that person that you know what I'm saying is prone to making mistakes that he may have made at 19? You get what I'm saying? As no, opposed I'm, to being I, a victim, I, being I'm, on the other end. I'm very well aware that I have three kids that could possibly be a victim or make a victim now based on these three different personalities it could happen in three different ways i have no clue Mm -hmm. all i know is that you know my part in parenting them i try to give them the best of what i have so that they can move forward and and that's my responsibility and if it and if a year from now, three years from now, four years from now, I got to go pick up one from jail and we got to deal with that, then I'm going to deal with it. But I can't, I can't just dismiss this emotion that if, some, if, if he had one of these girls in there, I'd be fired the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I just can't dismiss that, that. I can't dismiss that feeling. But I also understand that there's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not going to be a hundred percent throw him under the jail but i do want some type of vindication for what has you know what was taking place it's it's a sticky with and, and like i said i'm not the one saying don't buy his album buy his album yeah 
maybe he can get better. Because yeah, those are the people that don't understand, like, like if, if if he is being productive in music. And I'm not advocating just for the, the, the aggressor, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, I'm on, yeah, yeah, penalize a person if they do something wrong. Penalize him for that. But if he's doing something progressive, which is in music, why would you want to take away something that may be therapeutic for him? It's my, my exact Because if, if you take that away, he's just going to be all of what he was. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And that's why I, I, I scratch my head at the Ray Rice. I scratch my head at all things that the commissioner is doing at the NFL, this whole Ezekiel Elliott thing. I scratch my head at that because I'm like, these. This is what do you expect? these people to do when they can no longer provide for themselves but it's not their problem anymore mm-hmm. it's basically i mean it's it's the same thing you're saying i get it but it's it, it really is uh, it's a tough situation but i can't join in with the with the the lynch mob of social media no no i've never been i you know i like i like trying i'm trying to switch over to positive Lynch mob behavior. <laughs> you were, you the, were happy, like, the happy yeah. lynch mob. I like crazy things now. It's like you, know? you were like six other people. Yeah. <laughs> we we a lonely bunch. <laughs> but every I try, eight of us. I try to keep it, you know, lighthearted and fun. Because mm. I can't it's too much going on. Um Did you post this J. Cole, Isaiah Rashad depression thing? You did that. Yeah. Wait. Of course you did. Wait, somebody else said some shit about depression too. Did we? Somebody, hey, hey, fuck this, <laughs> nah, B. We, we, we not, just, we not doing this. <laughs> we are not doing this. I'm not the only one on the therapy train. You might have did. You might have did. I said you asked what happened with XX. No, Tassiano no, we we talking days before that. This is we not doing this. Mm. Was it me? Might have been me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't find it, but it might have been me. On Wednesday, it was you. Yep. Yes, indeed, it was. What was that? And then Thursday, I followed up. Yep. So it was and then me. You yeah, it was you. And then Janelle took off running. <laughs> <laughs> I got see, the I rock. Can't. <laughs> I can't even see what I posted Wednesday. That's that's convenient. Anyway, <laughs> really? I can't. I can't see it. Literally, it's black. It's a black screen. I can't I see. Know. I don't it know a, what it was. It's depressed, maybe. maybe it's it's a, depressed. It was a post about the state of mental mental health, health being discussed in hip hop. Okay, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's not even the only person talking about this. I think yours was the joint where Logic, um, Uzi Lil Vert. Uzi Vert, got you, got you, got and you. XXX yeah. T Man. Yeah. Was talking about depression because he had a rhyme about mm-hmm. the suicide of his close friend, mm-hmm. um, and so I was looking like, "Oh shit, J Cole talking about depression too." And but I, okay, so I posted that. You're right. Okay. I did, and my you just jogged my memory. Okay, because I don't. No, because no. But you got me over here sounding like therapy woman. <laughs> I mean, you are job therapy woman though, for real. You the one coming with all the therapeutic solutions and shit. Like I, you know, you just want to throw them in jail. Not I want to throw, throw them. In jail. <laughs> Some of them, not all of them. Depends on the case, case by case basis. But I feel like a lot of rappers have been expressing their mental situations. <laughs> As a young rapper, pops <laughs> yet another brew. <laughs> 
I was watching to see how he was going to work that out. No, no. <laughs> well, he's it like, fuck no, it. It ain't no hiding that. He don't care. He's not hiding that shit. No. So I, I feel like this has been going on for a long time. We've been hearing rappers talk about social issues and mental health for a minute now. It's just, I think the way they do it now is different. Yeah. The way they do it I is think, more blatant. Yeah, I think fucking NWA, their whole fucking career was based off mental exactly. health issues. Well, mental health issues, distress and trauma, but put forth in a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you're gonna you're gonna vibe off of fuck the police, but when you listen to the verses and you hear the examples of what they've gone through, they still didn't quite attribute it to they didn't make the link to how it was shifting their mentalities. Right, right. But you're getting cats now saying, I'm depressed. Yeah. I'm fucking lonely. Like uh uh, Tyler the Creator's album. He said he. I can't even <laughs> lie. I've been lonely as fuck. Right, like he, like you're getting straight people saying the word anxiety, saying the word depression, saying mm-hmm. bipolar, saying I'm on the Xanax and people don't even know it's not. I'm not partying. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it's like yeah. you're getting straight. This is DSM five shit. <laughs> that people are saying What's in DSM their five? oh the diagnostic <laughs> not <laughs> like we supposed to know that shit just off the oh I'm sorry off the muscle I ain't never been in that in that uh, training I'm sorry it's it's a big book that that's wrong therapists. off the break I'm not, <laughs> you're right yeah. a big you're book. not fucking with book learning book? No. it's a book that practitioners use to diagnose mental mental issues. I might have sold okay. that book in school. Like at my job, my actual like book job, but I never cracked it open. That's all I was getting to. I've probably you seen the book. the book, yeah. And I might have a chapter in that book. <laughs> but people are actually saying these words now. You know, you had Melly Mel and them talking. It's like a jungle sometimes. I mean, they weren't yeah. saying, "Oh, I'm I'm at the I'm." I'm taking pills and I'm trying to manage, but don't push me because I'm close to the edge mm-hmm. is a pretty clear indication that, yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. that like, I the don't... city is heavy on them. But I like that the language is very much mental health oriented, mm-hmm. even if they're not necessarily. There, it's a lot of self-diagnosis. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that they probably not. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah you that's, know. that's the other thing is how much is this just them saying the words and not right. really understanding what it is. That it's just like in the community. Rap, huh? No, it's just like but it's good self-diagnosing themselves. Every but day. it's good that it's at least Did you being say self-diagnosing themselves. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But I got that though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you I, know because we you, and and we see it now all the time where. You'll see Bama say, oh, I'm OCD. And it's like, no, no you're, you're really not. Or, oh, I'm bipolar because yesterday you was happy and today you're not. Like, it's like, no, that's that's not what it is. But at least these things are being tossed out. And maybe you'll talk to a person who knows more than you. That's about- the dangerous part, though. <laughs> that's the part that I see is dangerous. Because people are tossing these terms out. And people who actually know what they are and know what they mean. Now, I'm looking at you different. I'm looking at your whole situation different. So I'm approach you differently based on what you said you have. Now, when 
our in our dealings mm-hmm. and we're good friends and in our dealings i'm like you ain't got that shit like i, <laughs> I see you every day <laughs> or like people who claim to have uh who can't sleep at night but they, they go claim to, sleep to have insomnia like no that's not insomnia be like your schedule's is, twisted yeah <laughs> insomnia is you not being able to sleep period mm-hmm. and it's just stuff like that you got to be careful about how you toss these words out you have to be careful yes but i think that exercising that caution once the discussion has started is way better than silence because we've seen the result of silence i don't know i think both are dangerous i think silence i is think it's different i think, I think people, it's a different degree people talking without knowledge is very dangerous i think people talking without knowledge can at least lead to some action to where they can get the knowledge you know you, what I'm you saying? You're putting a lot of hope in those people to get the knowledge. If one does, oh boy, I'll take you. it. That's, that's that. That's that liberal in Miss Janelle. Again. It's not. It's not <laughs> even the liberal. It's the fact that if a person says, you know, if you even wake up and say, I don't know what this is. I think I'm depressed. I think I'm something, but I don't want to do this anymore. If you can take that step to say, I don't want to do this anymore and find somebody to talk to then it's all worth it to me but i think that what we're seeing with this generation of artists and the demographic that they're talking to they don't have solutions necessarily but they know that the shit that like i think older generations saw an ideal and did everything they could to put up the facade of that ideal being there but you still the fuckery was always here but we just working to make it look like this pretty picture. I think this generation and these artists are saying that that shit just don't work. I don't know what works, but fuck that because that's not what it is. Shit isn't sweet and I can't pretend that it is. And I think that that's valuable. I just do. Call me liberal. Give me that face. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> What face? That face. <laughs> Why you get Put so your angry? eyebrows Why back? Why people do that? They, they get angry. They say what face and make the face even harder. Like, right? <laughs> your eyebrows was like your eyebrows were saying the fuck. Like they, they just really work, and you can't see yourself. Now, now my eyebrows are saying what the fuck. But you can't see yourself. Now, let me show you the what the fuck. Face. <laughs> really? Like I, I'm not giving you that face because of what you're saying. I'm listening to what you're saying and thinking okay and <laughs> seriously because I, I, that's why i'm saying that's why i think that it's valuable and i think that it's interesting that it's it's shedding light that are that 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 media outlets are speaking on it are taking notice of it you know because yeah logic well he titled one of his songs the suicide hotline mm-hmm. number Mm-hmm. He might not have the answer, but at least if somebody was like, "Oh yeah, that was a suicide hotline number that he dropped." Yeah. Logic is different though. <laughs> what? Because Logic put the number in his in his song. Right. When he performed on the VMAs last week, everybody on that stage had the number or some type of uh a call call out for somebody to help, get some help. I'm not seeing that with everybody else. And that's where I think the danger is. Because if I have little Uzi skirt skirt over in the corner talking about how depressed and bipolar and all these, throwing out all of these diagnoses, and we're not sure what he has, 
and he doesn't know what he has. And then somebody, some youngster, one of his followers is just trying to be like him. It's the same thing. Like everything you just said, it's the same thing. Sure, we were broke and our families were fucked up and we still trying to live out the money ain't a thing video. Motherfuckers went broke trying to get a yellow suit. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, and, and that was a problem in itself. I'm just saying I don't see a difference here. The thing is, though, before Kid Cudi, like, openly admitted himself for the help for his mental illness, it, he was still saving lives just talking about the shit. He, and he wasn't talking about shit like... I've been cl- clinically diagnosed as depressed. He's talking about shit like, nigga, I'm high as fuck off drugs because I'm depressed. <laughs> like, I get that. And no, he saved okay. lot. He, pe- I don't think I'm, making my, I don't no, think I, I'm I, getting, getting through exactly what I'm trying to say. I don't see the difference. It, it, that's the only thing I'm saying is mm. I don't see the difference between the, you know, besides what you're saying about the language, right? Throwing diagnoses out mm-hmm. there, which we can disagree. I think it's a little dangerous, especially if you don't know what they are, because you have children following and listening and shit, adults listening and not knowing what it is. And again, if you tell me you're bipolar, I'm going to treat you as such. And then when, we, when I find out later that you're not, what the fuck? You're not bipolar uh-uh. or whatever you're diagnosed, whatever you're self-diagnosing, you're yourself as is <laughs> is just completely different. Mm-hmm. I think it's dangerous either way because when I finally stumble across somebody who's bipolar, I don't know who, yeah. I don't know how yeah. to talk to them yeah. based on you telling me you're bipolar. It's it can like trivialize. It. Yeah, like I'm not gonna take it serious. It, it makes it difficult to 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 figure out what it what's really going on. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, there's got to be some type of I don't know what it is. I don't I don't have an answer. All but all I'm saying is just like the money ain't a thing thing was a little dangerous. This is a little dangerous too. And without proper guidance, without these kids actually going out and getting help, with the exception of Logic or a, or a few others who who promote that, I'm. I, it's just as dangerous as the money ain't a thing video to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, say, say you, you're depressed and you can sell records. Say you say you're depressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a thing. That's the other thing. I don't know if it's being used as a. It, this is hot right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is the new hotness being depressed and being weird and being goofy, or if it's you know being you know just being outside of whatever your parents' norm is. Is that the new thing? And people are taking advantage of it, or are these people actually, you know, exhibit? Are they living this? I'm, it's, it's, I'm always going to have that question when it comes to entertainment. I think whether they're actually living it or not, they're still speaking to people who are, and they're still reacting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if a person, if a person can even say, after listening to a particular cut, I think I might be depressed. That can open a lot of doors or a person being like man i'm listening to face and yeah man shit so that's what it, that's what it's called that's what it yeah. is mm-hmm. you know like my mind been playing tricks on me too mm-hmm. now i know that it might be this listening to a couple other cuts or i think that it's this because i'll tell a person quick i've had people say you know because i work in an industry that you know people get these labels and they they might have a straight 
two pages of, of shit that in all the programs they've been in, people have said this is what it is. Okay, well, what do you think it is? And if they can at least think about that, or who told you that? Have you talked to somebody here? Have you done this? These are all the things you have access to. If as a parent, your kid is listening to a particular cut, they listen to Lil Uzi, and they, they listening to EXO Tour Life, and they walking around the house talking about all oh, my friends are dead and all that. And then you, if you can have a conversation, and, if they, and in that conversation they say, oh, I felt like that before. Oh, tell me a little bit more about that. If that can happen, I, I see the value in it. I don't care if it's a fad. I don't care if it's hot. If a person can say, wait a minute, I've been thinking like that too. Wait a minute, I have stretches where I can't get out the bed. Wait a minute, I got stretches where I can't eat. Wait a minute, this particular line speaks to me. And if you say it out loud, it's not my job to figure out how to deal with you. My job might be, really? Yeah, man. Who told you that? Really? You got any strategies to deal with that? If that conversation can at least happen? It's hey, all, it's- niggas <laughs> related to Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> and none of his shit was real. So... Wait a minute, I don't even know how that even tied in. He was so left field with that shit. He was so left field with that shit. Like, what the fuck is you Shaggy co- having to do with Are you comparing his Jafakenness? <laughs> and first of all, Shaggy is, Shaggy is not Jafakin. He's Canadian. With Jamaican roots. There's some Jamaican somewhere. In his blood, I I want to believe that <laughs> because Mr. Boombastic was the shit. <laughs> so you're not you're not gonna steal Shaggy from me. I, I can't front. Mr. Boombastic was the not, shit. Nothing. You're not gonna. What we not gonna do? You're not gonna do is steal Shaggy from my from my Jamaican heart. Nope. 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 That was authentic. Oh man. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, that was deep. It was yeah. deep. Now was I don't want to do. The, I don't want to do the touchy stuff. How many minutes we got? Shit! I thought that was the touchy. How many minutes we in? We only five minutes past an hour. I don't need to do the touchy oh, stuff. Yeah. That was touchy enough for me. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> What's your touchy subject? My touchy subject was like when I was thinking about that. I was like, dang, I hope kids have somebody to talk to. And then I think. About damn, how many parents are the source of trauma? How many oh. parents? <laughs> so I was reading those articles, and then I'm 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 engaged in a conversation on Twitter, and somebody was like, you know, in a joking way, we you know talking about family over everything and how that don't really work, and sometimes family is what you need to get away from mm-hmm. in order to function. And somebody posted, somebody tweeted that. Black parents never apologize. They just come back and start acting nice to you. That's real shit. And somebody replied, well, that's all fun and games until you find yourself an adult and you can't and you can't say anything. You can't apologize. You can't close an argument. Why the fuck can't you? Oh, when, because oh, if you, when you get kid, older, as a kid, up. this is all okay. you've gotten. Okay. Somebody does something fucked up to you. Wait a couple of days and just buy you a Slurpee, and then this shit is supposed to be sweet. 
you find yourself an adult not being able to cope. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Here but, we go again. I'm about to be an asshole. No, again. but no, but then I saw people coming in saying, and that was just one of the things that I saw. And then another person was saying that I'm 35 and I just realized that my biggest bully was my mother. Mm. Yes. And, <laughs> true what the fuck do you want it was their job to 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 enforce rules not to be a bully but it was their job and one of their strongest moves was like because i said so yeah that don't even make sense and i yo hold on the fucking executive producer is about to throw a chair i have i'm not saying that to say that it's okay i'm saying that to say you're not the only one cut it out okay well this is the part what i'm saying people need to cut it out with having kids when you don't have any tools to raise kids which is why my womb is empty but i'm saying (laughs) but i'm saying people come up and then they say you know part of the conversation as well was of all the things that i see people saying that they went through but i came out all right no, no, you, you didn't. didn't. <laughs> no, you okay. didn't. Okay. So if you recognize <laughs> that you didn't come out all right, wouldn't that bring pause to you going forward with having kids? We've had this discussion before, and it's one of the main reasons why I will not let one slide down my birth canal. <laughs> because of the trauma. Why am I picturing a baby? I'm picturing your 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 canal being and a, a f- slip and slide. Yep. <laughs> And a motherfucking raft coming out that mother- Nah, oh, I just making a U-turn. <laughs> and going back because like, nah, it ain't cool for you here. It ain't the shit. But I'm like, this depression that we're seeing is being created in our houses. Like, we- <laughs> of course it is. And this is the main thing. Like, I don't buy for one second. And this is the part where you might have to step in and correct me again. Whatever. <laughs> this is this is moderate to conservative tea talking. Fuck that. My parents were at, my parents were assholes coming up, and they mm-hmm. didn't get it right to the to damn near the third one. Mm-hmm. Everything that they told me it was because I said so. I don't have to tell you anything. Why are you talking when grown folks are talking? <laughs> Certain rules I got. At certain times, but other times, and then you know when you get in, when you do become an adult, mm-hmm. and this happened to me probably around the same age as that person who was on Twitter talking about when you're 35, you realize my parents were assholes, mm-hmm. and they, you know, I think did the best they could with what they had mm-hmm. because their parents were assholes, mm-hmm. and so you had the choice when you turn 35, when you come to that realization, all right, either I'm gonna be an asshole. So I don't need to raise kids, like mm-hmm. you said, or I got kids. Like I happen to be involved in three kids' life. I need to say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I need to admit when I'm wrong, and I can do that. There is no, there. I don't understand the the thinking of not being able to say you're sorry or you made a mistake or apologizing when you accuse one kid of something and they didn't do it. Because I do that shit all the time, mm-hmm. and all my shit is you know I try to base all of my accusations off of patterns of history you know what i'm saying patterns you know the history and the pattern of behavior of certain kids like i could pinpoint who fucked up where based on their personality but sometimes i'm wrong mm-hmm. so when a spoon goes missing and i'm asking the oldest and it's the youngest oh shit my bad you know what i'm saying like shit like that like mm-hmm. i'm always the first to apologize when i made a mistake now it may not 
feel as good to them as when I accuse them. Mm-hmm. That's part. That's part of you know this emotional give and take of being in a kid's life, though. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. But you 35 and you realize your parents fucked up. Change it, or don't have kids. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at with it. I'm not buying this, you know, they fucked me up and I'm forever tortured and I can't do nothing about it and now I got to torture my kids. Fuck that shit. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> I can't, you know. I just can't. Gerasmo's got issues with what I just said. Do you want to speak on it? Gerasmo, please speak on it because if you get any redder... <laughs> I don't think that some of the people are aware that they are repeating the patterns that their parents did to them. I I think that a lot of them are lost in that. Um, And when you bring it to their attention, and you may not say, you know, well, just because you experienced that, maybe you shouldn't do that. I've been in a conversation with other adults where I can say, hmm, well, I chose to not repeat a pattern that my mother set forth or what have you. Um, I was over here shaking because the because I said so irritates the fuck out of me. Mm -hmm. Mainly because if you're raising your children to be adults in the adult world, if they're at work or if they're with a group of peers or whatever, a motherfucker can't just say to you because I said so. Mm -hmm. They have to give you a valid reason why something is what it is. If I have a way of doing something at work and my supervisor comes and tells me to do it this other way and it makes absolutely no sense and I say to them, why do you want me to do it that way? Because I said so is not going to ride with me. You know, so if, if you want to raise an intelligent, productive adult, because you're not raising children, and that's what I want people to stop thinking. They're not raising children. You're raising adults. And when they're old enough to understand yes, no, do this, do that, it's that time that you start talking to them like adults. I homeschooled my kids for a long time and I hate it for people to tell me they need to be socializing with children. No, I'm not concerned with my children socializing with children. I want my children to be able to communicate properly with adults because I'm raising adults. And I I think a lot of people just don't get that. And because of that, they inflict trauma after trauma after trauma because they're so hell-bent on guiding, but they're not guiding. Yes, Mm. they think they're guiding, but they want to control every aspect of their child. And I don't want that, and I've never wanted that. Once my kid was two, or or however old, when they said, oh, I want to wear this. Well, wear that shit. You want to wear your Superman costume outside? Do that shit. Why? Because I was never allowed to do that. And if that's who you are as an individual, do that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that the, the, 
especially with the because I said so. I think it adds to the trauma of the parent because that's probably the first realization that I really don't know what to oh, do. Oh, they're scared. <laughs> I really don't know what to they're do. They're definitely scared and, and ill prepared for whatever yeah. that is, whatever that minor incident was. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because I've seen it play out in several. It could be something as simple as. Don't touch the stove. Why? Because I said so. Well, you can really just you tell can the really kid say it's, it's hot, hot. <laughs> and it will hurt you. You right. will harm yourself. <laughs> so I think you know, Geraldo got real fired up, and I think you know I want to be clear here, <laughs> <laughs> so that my so that my home is easy. Uh, I wasn't okay with the because I said so. I was merely saying you they're not the only ones that got that because I said mm-hmm. so. And so with that, I'm not about bitching about something just to bitch about it. If you want to bitch about it and try to fix it, that's great. Mm-hmm. If you're just saying, oh, my parents said because I said, so what? So did mine. So did a lot of people I grew up with. But what are you doing to change it? That's mm-hmm. my issue. Mm-hmm. So Stop saying I came out okay. Because you didn't. Because <laughs> you didn't. I yeah. think we all get fired up by this topic. My parents beat me with everything, and I came out fine. No, you didn't. No, you shouldn't be getting beat with everything. I remember my dad comparing how many whippings he got to how many I got. I'm like, that's not okay. <laughs> Grandma grabbing the tree and beating y'all. <laughs> grabbing the whole tree. It's not okay. And I'm only using the belt on y'all. <laughs> Look how good you have it. Exactly. But she that's used exact, the spike back. Right. Like, think about that. I'm beating you with a belt. Look how good you have it. <laughs> that shit sounds awful. I, I I I was taken aback by it because I sat and I looked at this the thread was crazy. Like the thread was sick. And I was like, okay, this is a very prevalent thing. This is a very major thing. Are people ignoring that they're putting all of this into their children? And I'm not one that's saying, you know, well, maybe I am. <laughs> I, I Stop I- it. Stop yourself. Don't do it. When you're not, if you're broken, and that's, and you know, you know, my Steve, I just got through saying that there is redemption. But, but get that help first. Before, before you have <laughs> you're putting that children. into another child. That's always been our number one thing. The one thing we always agree on. Yes. Is if you know you're broken, fix it before you start having kids. Mm-hmm. Or understand the person that you about to have kids with. Right. That's always the issue. When you say, I love huge. a crazy bitch. Okay. But you're just understand have- that she's going to, whatever she has is being put into that child. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I used to say I love a crazy bitch. Then I had to specify. I love to have sex with a crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do not love. And you man and you make sure that your your man's a paraplegic yeah. when you're yeah. having sex. My man's <laughs> on super lean mode. The, like, the amount of weed C major smokes is is if the, yeah, if those studies hold up to be true. <laughs> I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm not worried. But it's like, like, what, what does okay look like? Cause, like, let's take somebody like, uh, like Michael Jackson. You know, mm. I think a lot of people justify it and say, like, uh, his his parents beat him and he came out okay. There was and nothing okay with there that. There was man. nothing yeah. okay about that. The thing man. is, like, he's a, he's a, he's a legend in his in his field. He's mm-hmm. one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. 
humans to ever be artists born. are some of the he most traumatized a, people he in was this a, world. a great artist mm. he was a troubled human being mm. but then you have to take into consideration who's going to be raising these kids yeah mm. you know what i mean so i was i was i was very concerned when they start talking about him having kids being a father yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, not even off of the molestation accusation that i was just thinking to myself this kid hasn't de- he hasn't dealt with what happened to him as a kid and what yeah. tools does he have he knew but, how to climb trees like a motherfucker but he had he also had the tools to pay another motherfucker to ra- raise his kids that is true, true. you that know what true. i mean yeah. so you got to think about that um emotional abuse is heavy it it and i don't think that parents understand when they're inflicting it on their children but the communication between the parents have to be key too true right because that's one thing i i love working with gerasmo with her children because i can check in with her mm-hmm. if i send this text <laughs> <laughs> what am i dealing with if i if you know what, what might the response look like yeah based on the three different mm-hmm. personalities now if i send in and I have done that. I've mm-hmm. sent her a text first to proofread before I send it mm-hmm. out because they react to things differently. Right. Or sometimes she'll just take it and be like, I, I'll take care of it. Because I get fired up. Mm-hmm. I run really hot, real fast. And then I'm not worried about it for the rest of the day. But they worried about it for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. So you got to be mindful of the personalities that because they're not like you. Right. As much as we want to believe that your children are like none of them are like Gerasmo. Right. Maybe one. <laughs> but most of them not. They not like, you know, they have their own personalities. Right, but they're also working with the things that were put into them. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the reality is like I I see anxiety a lot like in at my job. I see it with the grown folks, I see it with the kids, I see it with Oh gosh, I see it where I shouldn't see it, <laughs> but you know, with the leadership, with everything, I see a lot of anxiety. And then I think about the the science of us being born with only two fears. So when anxiety is your issue, what was put into you to heighten everything and make everything a crisis? And you have to think about damn, how am I carrying things? What am I putting into my child every time I say or do these things? And if you can't, if you're not ready to be mindful, and and the the reality is we all human, there's going to be issues. I have to be mindful of the things that I put into my niece because the world is, is, it starts handing bags early. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I can't say to her, you should be hyped about this because I am. My fear can't become hers. I definitely did that to C Major. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely did that to C Major. Like, I don't even think I like rap for real. <laughs> but like. But she was so hyped about it. It's like my mother did an excellent job, I think, in raising me. And, and I know that my mother. You know how people be like, I thought I feel like my mom was my bully or whatever. I know that my mother never had ill will or, or meant harm to me. I know that my fear of spiders comes directly from her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know that that was put into me by her. Not on purpose. She wasn't trying to fuck my head up or nothing. But I know that that's where it came from. 
And it's so it's like you have to be you have to be careful that wait a minute they're taking in everything and they can take it from me they could take it from the person I'm dealing with they could take it from their peers they could take it from a lot of places so you want to become that primary source when I realized that I was smarter than my friends I realized that they weren't going to be my source so peer pressure was not on the table for me because I'm like she had the cheat code early <laughs> yeah I tried to peer pressure her to a lot of shit. And, and she I wasn't was like, the person with the answer is at the house. I'm not going to get the answer out here. But there's kids who are not getting answers at the house. You know what I mean? They're getting. Yeah. Because I said so. So their dummy ass friend becomes their source. And then it, it turns into trouble. You know what I mean? And I think that. For all the things that we think about, for all the things that we quote unquote overthink, parenthood is one of those things so that we don't have a plethora of kids talking about all my friends are dead. (laughs) You know what I mean? So that we don't have a plethora of kids talk about how they're depressed. I can't picture being 16 and feeling like I need pills or feeling like I need lean or feeling like I need to be high. Like, what the fuck... I, I think about my life is was pretty charmed. Like I, I didn't have to come up with a chemical coping mechanism at that stage of my life. But so many people are. I think I know. should have, but I was too scared to try anything <laughs> because my parents were such bullies. <laughs> C major really got the relaxed version. <laughs> He really he did. got the upgrade. He got it with all the bugs worked yeah, out. Yeah, when all that yeah. shit, like, oh shit, yeah. she went to school. Okay, we can. Re- oh, we doing all right. We right. Just, let's take the foot off the pedal now. And coast. So he got Windows Seven. Yeah. 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 Oh, we, we, we on ten now. Baby. <laughs> we live. They was op three point two. Windows three point two. That shit was M DOS like a motherfucker. He was on ninety eight. <laughs> Yeah, no, that man. shit used to fuck me up, the little M dolls. Like, because yeah. unless you knew exactly what the type, you had to guess. Yeah, to get that you had to know spot. the language. You had to know the language yeah. to get that shit to populate yeah. an actual screen that you could use. Yeah. Or else you just looking at that little flashing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the fucked up part, it's not even gonna give you a hint. It's no. gonna keep the, <laughs> It's gonna keep starting over. It's starting over. Yeah. It's starting over. It's yeah. like no. Nope. And it ain't tell you it's wrong. It just keep blinking, moving down the screen. <laughs> and then all your failure is laid out. Like <laughs> C Major has no idea what we're talking no. about. No. Uh, you had to hit run. Because he just stepped out and it was on. Yeah. As soon as you turn the computer on, that shit just, you can just start typing away. Yep. The password, we had to learn language. Yeah, I think it's writing code and shit. Yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even put that shit on my resume. How about that? M DOS. Mm. I worked hard to play Oregon Trail. Oh man. God damn. Yeah, your son broke an arm. Sorry, nigga. He gone. <laughs> Y'all remember Math Blaster or was that? Hell yeah. Yes. I, I actually remember yeah. that. Math Blaster was the shit. Yeah, I might have been in like the fourth grade, but I, I had I had the highest score in Arrowhead. Hey, I played at home, so okay. I can't. I'm yeah, about to say, you. Was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> <See>? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
He was too ready with Math Blaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was actually Oregon Trail that, 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 that put me on, though, man. Sitting yeah. next to me. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps saying he's younger, but I don't believe it. No. Oh, Oh, <laughs> All right, y'all. But thanks for for keeping it heavy for a, for a few more minutes. Lord have mercy. Talking. I'm y'all, sorry. y'all work me over this. <laughs> Between you and Jerazmo, I got to do some push ups. Yo, Jerazmo had to step in. Yeah. I got concerned. I'm like, yeah. yo, wait, I didn't say none of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then like she grabbed the mic like Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> She came through. She brought the rock up court. And then when she dished it to you, you had to get your Patrick Ewing on. Hold up. Wait. I couldn't even. Wait. Janelle had to step in when I got the mic back. I'm like, I can't talk after that. Not for real. Like you needed a commercial break. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was ready for the sponsors to come and interrupt this shit. Coming fresh from Quicken Loans. <laughs> Something. Oh, or TikTok liquor stores. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Are they still? Yeah. Damn. I think so. That motherfucker. Them Spanish people love that. Yeah, they shit, love that. They keep the Coronas on deck. <laughs> Are we gonna be? Jesus Christ! Don't let the first verse go into the. Course. That's not the end of the first verse. No. How many bars is what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what structure is this? Myth is log- logic ass. <laughs> Myth is logic. He yelling and kicking. He let me kick a whole nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> that was the homie Young King. Straight out of VA Beach. He don't the- sound like Memphis Logic to you. <laughs> VA Beach Logic. Can we? <laughs> Young King straight out of VA Beach with the cut faded featuring K-Sess. Produced by the... The... The Opalus? Yeah, sure. You don't even know. No disrespect to the young... To the young homie The shit was dope It, it was, was like, dope it I like the way going. The fader came in <laughs> It just, just kept going though right. just, And then he was Rapping so aggressive Like Memphis Bleak I was like Oh shit <laughs> Memphis was, Logic Yeah it was kind of tough So thank you again For checking us out uh, As always You can find us In the In the Facebook group 
I think it's still closed. <laughs> I had to let somebody in this week. And I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I forgot that we let people in. So it's a private group. Come check it out. Come how long were they waiting out. at the door? I don't even know how long. <laughs> I felt bad. I felt bad, but then I didn't feel too bad because mm. C Major said he saw him and he didn't do nothing. Yeah, I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't let nobody. I ain't let nobody know. <laughs> <laughs> He's mm. never letting anybody in. So I think it's up to me and Miss Janelle to let yeah. people in. Mm. So, I'm surprised they still kept the request up because I do Bama shit. Like if I request somebody and it sit there for too long, you, I'm canceling. Like, Fuck you them. Yeah, I was like, no, no, I don't resend. It. I just cancel it. Say no, I meant like. Oh, res. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, resend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not like resend. Yeah, I got to pull that. Yeah, nah. nah. You can't. You can't look pressed out here. Yeah, man. I'm like like no. you out here waiting. Yeah, because then it start making you feel. Especially don't you know? Don't let me see. You know, if we in the group together, and don't mm-hmm. let me see you post something after my request. <laughs> like you ain't dead. Yeah, you out in these streets posting, yeah, so you like, seen my shit. Yeah, I know. That's weird. That's wild shit. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Reels and Feels. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm. I feel beaten. So I'm gonna have me a drink. Okay. Uh, I've been tweeting. Well, I was tweeting on that thread that I was talking about. Please continue to tweet. And, and people find, have been following me. Find I don't know at why. Devious Dose. She tweets way more than I do. <laughs> Three so tweets does, a week. So does at C Major. C Major P U H C E E. That's C E E Major P U H C E E. C O. You still you still incognito, bro? Yeah, I'm just C O for right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got a question though. If it's not too late, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like how long? Like how long are we boycotting the Because <laughs> I woke up and my TV was just on, and I, it wasn't my fault. It okay. Wasn't my fault. All right. The game was on. I just want to make sure I didn't violate the code or anything. <laughs> if you, I, you don't have a Nielsen box, do you? I don't think so. They don't know you watch it. Oh, okay. In that case, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> now niggas just know you just willingly watching the NFL. Now. There's a lot of niggas that's probably lying though. Yeah, Bama's don't care. I'm seeing all types of shit on my timeline. Yeah, yeah. this is how you do. You go to their house and if they got Comcast, press last. And if you see Fox 5 or whatever, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Most certainly. I told the motherfucker, eh, Nielsen ain't in my house. Yeah. Shit. Fuck you. Know. I haven't bought a jersey in years. That's how I boycott. Yeah. I'm not buying no products. Mm. Period. All right, y'all. Peace.